0: <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Let's Swipe, the podcast about dating in our 40s and dating online during COVID. And especially now, during uh, what has been introduced to me as Drinksgiving, which is the lovely Wednesday before Thanksgiving. We're all toasting each other. Hello to Amy. Hi, Amy. Hello. Hi, Hi. Amy. And we have one of the best drinking buddies and trouble buddies a girl could ever ask for. A special guest this evening. His name is Nathan. I have known him for X amount of years. Not to be quantified because that's just tacky. I hope to know him for the rest of my life. And he's making faces at me right now because he knows I'm rambling because I've been drinking. Hi, Nathan. You're perfect.
1: Hey, how's it going? No, you're doing wonderful. And of course, X amount of years. We do not tell our age, sweetie. <laughs> hey, everyone. Nice to meet you all. How's it going?
2: Hi, Nathan. We're so happy that you are joining us. We've, Amy and I have heard a lot about you over X amount of years. And so we're so excited to get to meet you. Yeah. Happy to re-
3: happy to meet you remotely.
1: <laughs> right. right remote. yeah, it's, it's fun. Um, but it's what we have to do, right? It's the way it is. So Dear listeners,
0: this is an awesome friend of mine who I've known for a while, and he is going to tell us all the adventures that he has had in the dating world online and in before the COVID and after the COVID. So tell us about dating life in the big city, I guess, before everything started being all shut down like, I guess.
1: Sure. Dating life in, in, and as the theme is dating life in our forties. Right. And so like yes. talking about what life was like dating in Chicago. And again, I will preface this by saying I'm talking about dating life in the gay world, which has its differences, you know, than other, like, well, than other people. I love how I call you all other people. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always like, like, you know that different species, stray people. <laughs> Guys with the
0: babies and all that you made, not the ones who were.
1: If we didn't have straight people, they wouldn't make my people. And so there we go. We need you all. So yeah, no, definitely, all jokes aside, it was sometimes I look back on it and I'm thinking, wow, that was kind of actually gross. Like going to these, like thinking about like with the pandemic and going to the bars that were just like packed and packed and packed and people on top of people and didn't matter. And then you just like ran into another person and now you think of like running into someone and it's so scary. I can talk to you about this from a gay man's perspective, not from like obviously a lesbian woman's perspective or anyone that's trans or anything, because I'm not, I'm, I am a gay man and that's how I identify. Um, our community has actually dealt with a virus before. It's HIV, right? And I've been reading a lot of interesting articles actually from like gay male authors who were like, do you remember when like sex was what made us freak out and not kissing? It was a virus that we couldn't bring home to our families. And I think that's a huge thing. That's one thing that at least for like the gay community, because like it wasn't a pandemic, obviously, HIV. It was an epidemic. Mm-hmm. But we've dealt with this and like it's been very upfront in what we've had to deal with and being out there. And just because it is more transmittable because of the way like obviously sex happens between two men versus like two women or two, you know, however else sex happens. Right. Or, you know, a mm-hmm. great couple. And so we've been there. We've done that before. Like it's insane. Like if you look at back at like the history of like literally the city of San Francisco was wiped out in the 1980s. And those people who live there in San Francisco in the eighties are gone. Mm-hmm.
2: And,
1: and so it was a pandemic for them. Right. It was a pandemic for them. And so we kind of maybe were a bit more like, okay, like we will, we faced this before, but this one is weird because this one you can take back to your mom or your grandmother. Right. And I will say that types like moving forward is like, is again, from a gay man's perspective is we are a bit more fluid. Like when it comes to like, you know, we, we will take people back and have fun. And we just like, and then you learn to protect yourselves. And like, literally for us, like in came obviously. Okay. So you have HIV that comes in in the eighties and people didn't really know what was happening and like AIDS hit. And then all of a sudden they realized what's happening and then they realized and you know, they even called it, they even called it the gay disease for a while. Right. And then, that happened and then they realized and then it started spreading like it wasn't until like it spread into the straight community that even like Ronald Reagan mentioned it he never mentioned right. it right um and so then finally he, he finally mentioned it because it was starting to touch like the bigger community because it was spreading on and on and on and then the promotion of condoms in like the 90s and all of that happened and then like now like we have like we have like we're talking right now like it's it's so like relating these things it's so like we're talking about a um uh like a vaccine we have a vaccine for hiv you can have people who have it and then they're undetectable and they take there's a pill for that and then you have people who can take it and there's a pill that they take and and they can't get it because it's it's there's there's blockers there's a blocker that will block for the cell to get it for it to get in or there's a blocker for the block for the cell for it to get out and so like we've gone through that and so it's really now in this and that was like again you couldn't take it back home like you didn't get together on thanksgiving i'm like you didn't take that to like you know that racist trump supporting uncle or whatever you <laughs> <laughs> like now it's like you can breathe on someone just because like you maybe have like kissed him or whatever and it is really weird because like even like now like fast forwarding to 2020 like like you know like we've had to turn like the clubs are closed, like, the Britney Spears nights are over, like, all of this stuff is not happening. Oh. And, you know, our sanctuary is the bar, for mm-hmm. example. Like, there was one thing that, like, when, when, when Pulse happened, when there was that shooting at Pulse in Orlando, that was someone walking into essentially what it, what would be the gay church, like it or not, it's what it was. Mm-hmm. I can tell you personally, the first place I ever felt comfortable in my skin was a bar because that was the first place I was, like, you know, comfortable being who I was. One of the first nights I was there, I saw Erica. Oh, God. <laughs> I was like, I had to leave, go back, take a couple shots, and then I walked up to her and I was like, hey, friend, and she was like, why didn't you, she was like, why didn't, just hug me. It was an amazing thing. It was an amazing experience, an amazing story that Erica. I love and I love about you like it's great like being together. And like that night was just like so cool. But anyways, like that's our sanctuary. And so all these things that we've been able to do and like where we go and where we feel comfortable have have been shut down. And they were shutting down actually before this actually. So the, the demise of the gay bar actually was happened like um, long before the pandemic because of. Apps like Grinder and Tinder, mm-hmm. and they have like honestly, we're gonna go down a rabbit hole. There's a million apps out there for like whatever you want, like like gay Jewish people, gay you know like Latino's, like all, all like gay whatever whatever. Like you can get really, you can go down a rabbit hole with all these apps. But the biggest ones that we are going to use are going to be Grinder, like Grinders are hookup apps. I think, for straight People it's usually Tinder. Tinder, oh that's the one you bring home to mom. Honey, it's never worked for me. <laughs> <laughs> But so now we're in this really weird like there's this fatigue to where and I, I assume I, I would ask you all like like as far as like straight people who are straight people you know that other that other um, you
0: crazy straight kids and you're like breeding and whatever
1: <laughs> straight well well you know we call we we call you all breeders yeah
0: <laughs> <You> like- <laughs> so we gotta make the new gay kids for tomorrow right you know. <laughs>
1: They, I mean, have fun doing that, <laughs> you know, um, but so, and then now where we're at is, like, a really weird space, like, being online and, like, um, dating because we were just, like, used to randomly meeting people, and it was just, like, normal. Like, sometimes I would tell some of, like, like my straight friends, and they would be like, you do that? like some of my straight guy friends and they would be like, what well, girls don't do that. And I'm like, I know, but like, <laughs> you know, like, we're winning for one thing and like, but I'm not into that, but like, that sounds really cool. Um, and you can't really do that anymore. And it's because like, you know, you could have used all the protection of anything and now there's just no protection because literally someone breathing on you or just like the, the simplest, littlest thing, which is a, a, a kiss, and that's breath, is now the most contaminating thing in what is our world in 2020, right? And so it's been really insane, but it's been insane. I was just recently in Chicago for like two and a half months, and like, the people who are like, there's this like, I'm over it, fuck it, I will you know go and like meet up and like hang out and like I went on a bunch of actually dates in Chicago um I hope my mom's not listening but they were social distancing dates so we would meet and we would meet out on like the beach in like Michigan and like have coffee and like you know safe and like so weird because you we would used to just be like you'd meet at a bar and like you know be inside and drink and like all over the place and so like it it's really I think it really just depends on like now it comes to like probably where everyone else is is like how comfortable you are with like with with what you're doing right like it even gets to 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 be like i think to like not even like this is not even like a like a gay dating thing this is like a city thing as well like small town USA is like they're like well it's not here but once it gets there it gets there
2: right
1: like when you're in Chicago you think no one is battling wearing a mask or no one is battling like being far from people because you're just on top of everyone to begin with
2: mm-hmm.
1: so it's just there did that did that answer the question about like what the difference is between how it was then and how it wasn't now? like now it was like it yeah, used I, to be I, like I got, I, like remember i get asked i could also pull out Erica again in another example okay like,
0: we're, we're friends so yeah
1: i took her one sunday to like, like dating and like meeting people. And she was like, You have to prepare me for these things. I took her to a Sunday and yeah. it was like six o'clock, six o'clock. And we went for drinks at a bar. And she was like, There are strobe lights. <laughs> strobe <laughs> lights I
0: was so a- old. <laughs> and this was several years ago, which means I'm even older than I was. And I was like, Because it was like $1 beer nights. And so I'm like, Oh, everybody's like having their $1 beers so and we'll work our way up. And it was just like, full-on not full-on it, it but it fairly quickly got into f- full-on clubby like wear your best be be your best because like because oh, you because cause, you are on even... like if you're on and everybody's watching you and you're watching everybody I'm just like oh my god like I'm this frumpy <laughs> Straight girl who's not nearly drunk enough to like deal with this, and also like way too old. If I was in my 20s, they'd be like, Whatever, man, bring it. Ah, I don't have to be that drunk, but I'm like, I'm way older than my 20s, and I'm not nearly drunk enough to be like, Sure, whatever, dudes. Like, I was just like, I'm having my $1 beers, and everybody's just like, oons, 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 not totally oons, but pretty, pretty oons. And I'm just like, I he will he will vouch for me i was instead of the one dollar beers that the, this particular venue was offering i was going for the seven dollar like long island iced teas because i felt like i was not i needed to catch up to everybody else even though they weren't there i was just so old and like crotchety that they needed to like liquor up with a quickness uh <laughs> just to get to the point where i felt like, Felt like more in the in the flow, like so. Something that should have been like a ten dollar night ended up being like way more because I'm like I needed the heavier stuff, like glug glug glug. Like no, okay. I feel okay. I still felt like awkward and like old and like the wrong demographic, but at least I felt better about being awkward and old and the wrong demographic for that. So. <laughs> Still a fun way, time I still love being there and your friends are awesome by the way his friends I met were magnificent for having to deal with a unfashionable like chubby old lady like in their midst so <laughs> but it's upsetting the point anyway
1: you you got there by the way those drinks took you there yeah it wasn't maybe as, as we would have liked but um we got there and oh yeah that's kind of, that's kind of where it's at right now to where like you don't like dating in your 40s and like what do you do like I would ask all you all the same question of like it's like like dating in your 40s was already weird and different right and then now at this because like people I guess like Younger people, I mean, they tend, it seems, according to the data, they're not really paying attention to this, but, like, we have to, like, and we're getting older, too, and we're also, like, if we are taking it back to, like, you know, parents or aunts or uncles or whatever that is, like, they're in that that age group to where, like, so, like, people, like, like Erica mentioned, like, maybe so they're in their 20s, but their parents are, you know, probably... Not too much older than us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's not think about that. we <laughs> so fine, but, like, we, we, our, our family is going to be older now, right? And so, and that was, like, actually one thing that I was, like, when I was reading these articles from these different, like, um gay authors was, like, like, look, like, again, HIV was this thing that, like, really devastated our community, yet it, you you couldn't take it back home. Like, if you took it, like... If you got it, you got it, and, like, you had to deal with it. And and back in the 80s and the 90s, it was a death sentence. It's no longer a death sentence, especially in this country. It's no longer a death sentence. And so now then there's this one, which is, like, probably maybe not a death sentence for the person who gets it. That's why these articles have been, like, super interesting but super sad. It's not a death sentence for you, but it's a death sentence for you if you take it back to, like, your, like, you know, family members who are older because these people who are 20 they're not taking it back to older family members because again they're like you know within their like you know 40s 50s whatever they are and they um they're not gonna have that issue like 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 we would if we would take it back to our families because we're older so it's just this real weird mind fuck of like things and having seen like a city disappear like i said san francisco disappeared in the 90s um so yeah it is really interesting and like interesting and scary I don't know what what are you guys thoughts about like dating in um you know like dating in the 40s and dating during during a pandemic like do you like do you all see any relationship with that like I know like it's probably different like for like HIV isn't a huge thing in your community right so like but like how are you like dealing with like okay dating and you know in in the middle of a pandemic, like, what are you doing?
2: Yeah, I mean, I think, like, we're all a little bit different in how we're handling it, but um, I know, like, for me, I think the biggest thing is I do still see my parents, although with the cases spiking, we've stopped. For a while, we were, like, kind of considering ourselves a household, but we do all go to the grocery store, so with cases spiking, we've stopped doing that even, but um, that's what's been the hardest thing for me, because it's like, well, If I go out on a date with a guy, how like and then I take something home to my parents, you know, like I could never live with myself. And so I've been doing I've been trying to do the socially distance, like outdoor go on a walk date. Like I've done that a a few times, but I've had a hard time, like getting a good connection with someone because it's like, well, when do I decide that they're covid worthy? And can I really trust what they tell me about, like where they're going and like you said, you know, I mean, just like kissing or breathing on someone can just do it. And so um, for me, it's been like a big struggle. And it's sort of I think, feel like as this has gone on, I've been less excited about each person I'm going to meet because it's like, well, like, really, is this going to go anywhere knowing like what I need to do to protect my family? And then I also have a roommate and her parents are even older than my parents And she sees them occasionally. So then I'm like, also thinking, well, what if I give it to my roommate and then she gives it to, (laughs) you know, her family. And so I've been filled with a lot of anxiety through this whole thing. Um, And then I know it's different for Erica and Amy speak. I was Um,
3: going to say, I, I'm kind of, I've sort of put all of my stuff on hiatus right now. Um, I, I'm, sort of in process with a guy that i met and i'm very excited about it because it's the first guy i've met in years that i'm actually kind of like ee! about and i i actually had a moment last weekend where i was like god this is going so slow won't we'll he do something come on I don't, let's get the blood out and then it's like oh yeah we're in a pandemic
1: yeah
3: we can't can't just go through with this and you know right now it feels almost like we're pen pals just because you know you you can't really go anywhere with things right now and I do kind of appreciate that we're not trying to rush into things because I know he also has older his remaining parent is older than my parents and I'm just you know I keep saying if nothing happens nothing happens if something does happen This is kind of what, you know, just going to have to kind of wait for this because now is not the time to try to force something. Because if I do meet this guy, like Amanda was saying, you can't even get close enough to him to find out if you have a connection. And you definitely can't, you know, do the, the goodnight kiss to see if there's something there or not, if things do happen. So it's it is incredibly frustrating and I have to keep reminding myself, it is what it is right now. Nobody really knows what the hell they're doing. Let's just go with it.
0: And for me, like, I've been more of the, maybe, I'm not, the the risk-taker of, of the group. <laughs> I'm the guinea pig. Just because, like, I don't have close, I, I do have close family, but they're not, like, physically close there like in, in Peoria which is a distance from our favorite western city uh, uh, <laughs> but and like and they know and they're smart and they're like I love you and I'm going to love you from like our video camera because like they they have their own thing to think about so um mm-hmm. the person that I from sealing the, the professor As, like, we all, by the way, Nathan, we have code names for our dudes. Mine is the professor because he has a Tennessee lecture quite a (laughs) bit. Like, the professors, uh, apparently, his parents, who are in the rural area of our fair state, um, for the first time in multiple years, have called off Thanksgiving dinner um, because I already knew I wasn't going to go see my folks. Because they were like, I love you but no. And I'm like, I totally get it. And like now, his parents are like, I love you, but no, you know. Yeah. And he's just like, I get it as well. So, um, our our Thanksgiving plans are to hand it together and cook, and he's hoping to do some like some sort of like what's what's it called in the movies? It's not a heist, it is when I've got the money and you've got the goods and we kind of do this like trade off or like I throw the briefcase on the bridge and you throw the money off the bridge as well. Like whatever that is. What's what is it, Amy? A handoff. A handoff. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. I've been trying all day to think of that word. So we're going to do a hand. He's hoping to do a handoff where he hands off this like chili that he just recently discovered that he thinks that they will like. And they're going to hang off, like, some, um, well, to be perfectly blunt, uh, he is a fan of uh, target shooting, and I do have a rifle. I've been Wait. pleased for him.
2: What? You have guns? <laughs> Oh, by the way, you guys, I'm the owner this of a rifle and kind of shotgun. Yes. I had no idea. I've known you for a million years. Well, yeah, because first of all, I didn't really shoot them. It's and I have
0: no plans to use Nick aside from going to a sanctioned state conservation area where there is a shooting range and plink it off a few shots because plink, I would feel like is the correct word for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, not for hunting, not for... You know, dangerous game. (laughs) Um, Our game plan is to trade some baked goods to professors' parents who live in the rural part of our fair state uh, for rifle uh, rounds.
2: Those remind me of... Um, it, w- it was not a date, but one of the... This would, I feel like, be, like, a good date. And I am not someone who... I'm not a gun person. Like, I would never own a gun. I'm not into it. Go take self-defense. Um, but <laughs> I did do a agree. friend of mine. Like, I love those shows, like, La Femme Nikita and, you know, like... I don't know, all those shows where people are being, like, badass with their guns and stuff. And so I had a friend who took me to a shooting range and I got to fire an automatic and a revolver and then that like cemented my belief that people should not own guns but it also was like super super cool and really fun and so I feel like that is kind of a good date if you're with somebody who knows what they're doing obviously like if you have two people who don't know what they're doing they should not go to a shooting range but it was really neat you know if it had been a date it would have been like a really great date be like
3: i concur with all of this is there like a common stereotype or myth that you would like to debunk about dating as a gay man
1: oh debunk some stereotypes i can definitely debunk some stereotypes i think here um it's a gay man i would say we're not as slutty as like out to be.
0: I was kind of hoping somebody would get to be, 'cause
1: I mean, I, I am, but like not the whole world. <laughs> I, I I waved the flag. I'm like, yes, you know, hanging out of BMW, you know, uh, with a drop top. No, I'm just kidding. Not really. Um, so that would be like the stereotype. That would be the biggest one, I guess. The other stereotype, oh, here's the other one, too. Like, some other stereotypes, I guess, like, not about, like, dating, but, like, about for, like, women, especially for, like, straight women. Like, we're not all the greatest shoppers.
3: <laughs> I know a gay man who has no fashion sense at all. I know and not, that's always it, a big one for me.
1: Yeah, and you and you think that I'm like but it's not the truth. And we're not all really good at like designing like this really cute apartment. Like some of us have like really nasty apartments. And you go over to your apartment, and you're like, ugh. <laughs> These sorts of things, those are the biggest ones to where people think that like we're like we all know how to shop really well. We're really slutty and that we um have, like, the cleanest, most pristine apartments. Like, I've been over to apartments like, with, you know, been to a few. Where you're like, ew, this is gross. Like, this is, like, worse than a frat house. You know? (laughs) So, you know, you know how gross a frat house is.
3: Yeah. I've heard. (laughs) (laughs) I've been in a frat house. I don't ever need one. (laughs)
2: Right.
0: Okay, what about the, uh, (sighs) I guess which is the modern version of the magical Negro, but it's like the magical gay guy. Like you have all the advice, you know, all the things to like make us. We're like, I don't know what to wear. And you're just like, oh, girlfriend, wear these things. And then the straight guy that we're interested in is just like, oh, she's so beautiful. Like, it, I'm guessing that's not quite authentic as well.
1: I guess it depends because you have like. So many things now are just based around, like, RuPaul's Drag Race in our culture that, like, Mm -hmm. if you want to know about anything, it's just watch Drag Race. Because right now everyone's just focused on that, Um, for better or worse. Um, But, yeah, there's no, like, this whole end all. And, like, I think the one thing I think that's good that's happening in our community that was happening pre-COVID and now and maybe in like in like also but 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 for straight people in general just to understand is like there's no one gay thing it's kind of like for example when someone says okay all people like for example like using the U.S. as an example we are like okay like a Mexican restaurant and we'll go to like and we'll eat Mexican food what the fuck is Mexican food right it's, there's, it's so, there's so much. Like, which state are you talking about in Mexico? There are, like, a million states in Mexico. You know, like, and so the same thing of, like, of for us, like, for us gay. And I use that as an explanation just because, it's something that people can understand. um And it's something that affects me as a Spanish speaker when they're like, oh, it's Mexican. Well, what's Mexican? I'm like, what's gay? Like, how, how we don't all love Britney Spears. Like, a lot of us do. And zero times no reason for a reason, right? Like, <laughs> comes on erica you know i'm gonna be like shots and strobe lights (laughs) but that's not all of us that's not all of us so it's just it's also kind of like the debunk the stereotypes because there are so many stereotypes about like like it would be like 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 for example if like if like well we think this i'm sorry if we all thought like straight sex is boring it is um but like, <laughs> we think that um and but we joke about it it's funny we know that it's not we know that y'all have fun kind of um you know but like it would be the same thing of like just like debunk like the stereotypes and like but it's also great to have these sorts of conversations right to where you're like all of a sudden someone tells you something and you're like holy like i would have never thought about that because it's not like what i'm into or it's not what i'm about right and so it's good to have these like conversations to where you're like I had no fucking clue. Like, I love... The one thing I, I love doing... in in Like, for example, when people are always like, LGBTQ community, we don't like each other. Like, mm-hmm. I barely have, like, lesbian friends. I love hanging out with lesbians because I learn so much. I am so much closer to, like, what a straight woman is than a lesbian. Like, it's really
0: hilarious. I thought, like, you guys just, like... I mean, obviously, you're not going to have the same romantic partners, but I thought that there's some sort of, and maybe this is my straight idealization of, like, like you guys think one thing and, like, the lesbians think another thing, but it all, like, kind of works out in this happy rainbow kermit puppety, like,
3: yay, we're all friends here, had, um, had like, that sort of thing,
0: function, you know? Like-
3: Everybody loves everybody loves gay men. They get along with everybody, you know. Like
0: everyone loves gay women because they like can come jump my battery when like it dies, right?
2: Because oh my
1: (laughs) god! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's is a pride parade, and that's it. It's a pride parade. That's it. It's not like, and I think that's where you saw also too this recent like because of the. You know, recently, uh, when gay marriage was passed in 2014 by the Obama, thank you, thank you, thank you, Um, there was a lot of, like, acceptance for gay and lesbian people, but then there wasn't so much for, like, transgender, for example, and some friends who are transgender and, like, my friends reached out to me about, like, transgender people, and I was like, I have no idea, like, I'm a gay man, like, I I have no idea and so and there's not this like we are a very divided community and so it is like it's not that kumbaya like you know like they're like people have been trying to change like our flag actually and and we are a very divided community actually i'll talk to you about this and this might be something that is of interest to you all because you all are from st louis and so you're very close to chicago and talk about like um i live in chicago right um talk about um a, a a, a divided community. So the gay community, the gay neighborhood in Chicago, is called boys Town.
0: Mm, right.
1: For a certain group of people, mm-hmm. they actually have they they petitioned and like now the the name of that neighborhood is being changed. Really? Wow. It is being changed, and I think it's great because it's now going to be more inclusive. Because I would think if I were from a group that wasn't a part of being a gay man. Like, I wouldn't, that wouldn't be welcoming if I were a lesbian. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Or if I were trans. The Boys Town, which is the Chicago's neighborhood for years, is actually, its name is officially being changed. So what's the name? To North Halstead, which is on Halstead Street. Well, it is on, yeah, yeah. And that so makes sense, yeah. North Halstead isn't as fun.
0: No, it's right. not as fun, but it, it's inclusive because it's the name of the goddamn street. It is not like so and so's town or it's so and so's neighborhood. It's just the street that's in there. And
1: yeah. You're all welcome here, you know what I mean? And so I think that yeah. I think that's a cool thing in that sense, because like it's also like the these places also are not so inclusive as far as like when it comes to race, for example. Um and so like we like to think that like you would think or I would have thought that like gay people in gay neighborhoods are like super accepting. They're not. They have the same problems that every other neighborhood has, unfortunately.
2: Yeah.
1: When and, and to bring this back to dating, what we're talking about, it's the same thing. It's the same thing. We actually had a huge something that maybe you all do know or do not know about about when it comes to like Grindr and Tinder. Not so much anymore. But you used to see things on like the dating apps that said this was pre obviously um, COVID, but like no this, and there were certain communities that were no this, no that. Mm. I guess that's
3: kind of the equivalent of like a a guy on an online dating profile who says I like I like a certain demographic or no or no you know no fat chicks or or something. Like that, something. Yeah.
1: it's the same thing that what you have, I would assume, on Tinder. Like, I don't want, I don't want like bigger girls, or I don't want like older. Like, I fall into one of those communities being like, we're talking about not like dating at 40s. Like, I, like I think it's really interesting seeing when they put that on layer, and like when they put like, okay, no one over 30. I kind of, I, I okay, I get it, and it's like, okay, you know. I get it to where, like, everyone's going to have their preference and understand if you have that preference, and if you have that preference, fine, but don't say it to where it hurts somebody Mm -hmm. else, right? Older, I get it. If you're not into me because I'm over 40, that's fine. But when you say, I don't like you because you're older than 30, there's nothing I can do about that. And guess what, honey? You gonna be 42 one day, sweetie. (laughs) (laughs) You with a birthday cake. Um, You know, and these sorts of things don't hurt people's feelings, but also what I was going to say with this is like, you just are like, it hurts. There's no point in it. We all have our preferences. Mm -hmm. All like what you like. And there's nothing wrong with liking what you like. Right. But like, so like when talking about like, oh, like I assume in a straight world of like not liking. Okay. Someone says, okay, I don't want someone that's bigger. I don't want someone that's this or don't want someone that's that. Well, you know how, like, just be nice. Mhm. You know? Yeah,
2: and I think in the in the straight world, and it sounds like also in the LGBT plus community, there is I've read a lot of articles where people people of color or Black individuals just talking about how much harder dating is because so many people autom so many white people automatically swipe left on people because of their race and it's like yeah I mean I get that you can have an aesthetic that you're attracted to or not but it just seems odd to take a whole races of people and be like no I mean that just smacks of like white supremacy Mm -hmm. like coming through and so I feel like it's the same I don't know same kind of thing where it's not necessary and I think OkCupid used to let you search based on race and I don't think they let you anymore um, because there had been enough feedback from um, non-white people saying, you know, it's already hard enough. This is making it, you know, virtually impossible. I, think- I
3: confess to totally being that white person who did that. And I remember having this conversation with my therapist, actually, like, oh, my God, am I racist? Because I always, you know, am I, is it generally is it genuinely that i am interested in a person because of the way they look or am i a racist because i'm purposely swiping no on black people or black men i should say because i'm i'm straight but it's just like i actually made a conscious effort to start reading more profiles instead of just instinctively looking at people and this is just me in general like I actually made it a point to start reading everybody's profile instead of just looking at their photo
0: and I'm going to like. pipe in here uh, just because of somebody who is uh, I like the term mulatto it's not a popular term in our day and age I like to think taking it back but uh, <laughs> but for for a more um, <clears throat> civilized crowd biracial but I I have to admit, I, I did tend towards the white dudes. And I had to be like, really, Erica? Really? Really? There are some pretty cute black dudes out there. I had a certain bias. And I had to work my way out of that. And I did end up talking to some gentlemen who I may not have talked to previously just because it would had... Some experiences, but for, for the best or for the not otherwise, you know. And one of them, I miss him. I need to talk to him. We we we, we got together. And we found out that we weren't perfect for each other, but we got on swimmingly in a non-romantic sense. And it was just, I, I feel like it's it's a shared experience. I think it's it's a variety of things. And I think that we need to break out of that. And I wish I had done that more, you know. Um. So we're we're, it's not just limited to social strata or, you know, primary racial identification, because it can happen to even schmucks like me who doesn't know what she's doing. And for anybody else is a schmuck like me or who isn't is a schmuck who is kind of like me. We yeah, definitely. multiple experiences, and they chose to go one way or another. So.
2: Yeah, definitely. But I think you're right. We need to examine and break out of those biases because we're all given the same. Like, um, there's this one um, woman named Berna Myers, and she has this TED talk about about implicit bias. and And I love the way she phrases it. And she says, we were all outside when the contamination came down. And so this idea, like, we're all fed these messages, and and so, like, it creates this bias. And so regardless of what race you are, like, you still are contaminated by these ideas of white supremacy. And so, um, and then, of course, your experiences feed into that, and there's confirmation bias and all that stuff. So, yeah, I mean, I think just recognizing it and then trying to break free of it is probably all we can do. This might be the perfect time for a sponsor break. I feel like
0: it is. You're absolutely right, Amanda. Look at you on top of your game.
3: So we've talked about like people we don't like and and how we're trying to avoid these things. What do you look for, and how would someone get your attention?
1: Me personally, or
0: yeah, Yeah, you personally. We're not going to be like you're the spokesman for all gay people.
1: Okay.
0: So, okay. you're just me then you better then. step up bro
1: <laughs> okay you,
0: you you yourself
1: yes so if he speaks Spanish oh my god if he speaks Portuguese from Brazil I can't even yeah I that's.
0: <laughs>
1: I'm actually exactly the opposite of what we were just talking Probably, about babe? the things because like I'm like like every time like my friends are like One time I was like, I like went on a date with a white guy and my friends were like, what are you doing? Like, I don't don't really hang out with white people besides my family
3: Uh,
1: (laughs) uh, because like, and I don't really hang out like, uh, yeah, no. Like I definitely love like um, an intercultural experience, and so that's where I'm, I would be at, per, but that's me personally. Like, so I get like, there's not, because like having, I like, well, Erica, Erica came to visit and like, we hung out in Boston and it's like, life is not intercultural there. It's like, oh, you white and you white. And that's all like, you know, like it's there. Like, <laughs> like, like, but like when like, like living in Chicago, it's like been great to be able to have like all of these different like races and different cultures and different, like, you know, like, like for me, it's cultural experiences of just like the different people. And having I've lived in a couple of different countries now. I'm fortunate that I was able to do that. And that's been really cool. And so like guys that speak Spanish, they get me. Guys that speak Portuguese from Brazil. Well, Portugal too, but most of them are from Brazil. Yes. Yeah. No way. <laughs> most of, of the,
0: the Portuguese is from Brazil at this point, yeah, anyway. Politics. So okay.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Around here, because accents really do it for me too. They do it for you. Oh yeah. I have a Scottish friend, and and we we've had him on here. He is now dating someone, but when I first met him, it was kind of like, I don't care what you say, just keep talking, just you know, talk about whatever, talk amongst yourselves, talk to yourself, just keep talking.
1: I know, right? Like when I was in Brazil, I was just like, I don't care, like. Like they couldn't say anything except for it. Mean, even if they were like, I'm a Trump supporter, I might be like, that's kind of hot. Like.
3: <laughs> what is the strangest or most absurd dating encounter you've had? We we did our we did all of our best and worst dates.
1: I would say that this one's going to take some time to explain. So if I can explain it for just a second, Mm -hmm. it would be this. It's I identify as a gay man. I'm attracted to men. So I'm on an app to where, like, men are attracted to men. And I was going on a date, and the person showed up from an Uber. Is like they were obviously trans. Fine.
0: Like, what was the situation?
1: We were in Lincoln Park in Chicago, and she... She got out of the card and she identified as a she. And that's, that's awesome. That's great. I'm so glad. Well, right,
2: but that's not what you're looking for. Okay. So, so wait, so this is a woman, but met you on a like man to man dating site. Oh, that's not right. So that's that not... is kind of interesting because, so I've, there have been some trans men on, on Bumble that I've seen, but, and they've identified themselves as trans and that's, that's probably for their own safety, a good thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, just because we know the trans community is a higher risk of, you know, yeah. being killed. And so that's really confusing to me.
3: Does think it really right. So,
1: I don't know what she was doing because I was okay. thinking like, Honey, like you and I can be friends and I would love to go party with you and hang out, but like we're just not
2: right. It's,
1: it's not gonna it's work clear. here. Yeah.
0: And like there's not a compatibility here,
1: right? And it's, I have a really good friend who is trans. I hang out with a bunch of people who are trans, like, or, like, who, who prefer to dress in drag. But, like, when it comes to, like, what you're physically attracted to, it's different. And I, so I think that was weird, like, to, like...
2: Going back to this encounter, I'm interested. So did you end up... Did she talk to you about why she presented herself differently on the app than when she met you? Like, what was her thought process?
1: unfortunately, and I wish I could go back and, like, find out, she didn't. But when she came out, like, like, she got to an Uber, obviously, and she came to my apartment, and, like, I got out, and we were going to go on a date, and we are going to go get drinks and, like, hang out, and, like, she got out of the car, and I was, like, I can't, it's been, this has been a couple of years now, I was, like, are you, like, Steven? And she didn't, and she was, like, no, this is me, and I was, like, okay, this that's great, honey, Like, but, like, this isn't, like, I don't want to be discriminatory, but like we are, like we are, like we are having like just into certain things sexually, right? And like women, and like all these pictures that you sent, you looked like a man. She was banging that skirt, like if I would out, Hey girl, she was banging. <laughs> but it's just not my thing. So like yeah, it's kind of a really weird situation of like why would you even and like you said actually like why would you even because there there is a lot of not with gay guys for the most part I would assume but like there is this lot like there's a lot of violence that is done against the transgender community and like we need to protect them more than anyone.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: What's going on with them? And so I was just kind of like really thrown back like by why. She would even put herself into...
0: Well, either that or she felt safe with you. But at the same time, you're like, I wasn't looking for a hangout. I was looking for a date. I mean, I will hang out with you, but I was kind of hoping that maybe we could hook up at the end, and clearly that's not going to be the case. Like, I kudos for them for being like, hey, you know, Nathan's going to accept me for who I am. But it's not the It was It's not the agreement. It's not the agreed like social occasion, you know, and and not in a bad way. It's just like it it'd be one thing. It's like, oh we're gonna hang out and we're gonna be like buddies, you know, or as opposed to I mean this might be a romantic inevitably a romantic, you know, occasion. And now it's not which is fine but it's just throwing me I off not, a little. Or, I, and i'm not trying to speak for nathan at all this is just my my interpretation of things like have you have you kept in touch with this this individual is like she happy has she no
1: no we haven't been in touch because we definitely parted our same ways with total respect like hey like it's just not like this isn't where I'm going. Right. It wasn't anything bad. I was like, look, like, like I gave up on boobs a long time ago. <laughs> you know, and like, it's great if you want them and you've had like that's amazing. That's this is not saying anything bad about that, but like, what I'm physically attracted to is is I'm attracted to a male, right? And so like I'm not attracted to you. So it was kind of like seeing this person who was like presenting themselves as, it's more presenting themselves as one thing and then showing up as like the complete opposite. And, and, and to where even like, that was probably the most extreme, I think to where I was getting with my point, as far as this is concerned, is like, okay, these things happen like, but those photos, that, all the photos that you sent of me, you were living your life as a man and now you're living your life as a woman fine, I support you 1,000%. Right. And like Let's just go for besties. But but it's kind of like, I assume, and I don't, well, I never want to assume, y'all have had the same experience to where, like, someone has sent you photos to where you're like, well, you all are straight women. And, like, some guy has sent you photos, and you're like, well, that was a great photo from seven years ago. <laughs> Right. <laughs>
2: yeah. The you seven-year-old know? photo gets you every time. Right. This is me when I was all
0: hot, but I, that was twenty years ago. I'm still the same person, but this is me now, twenty years later. And you're just like, just do the twenty years later picture of you, person, because I, if you're sure. like, you're old like me and kind of frumpy or whatever, it's fine. Just don't, don't, don't hype yourself to be like all smoking hot. And then I see you, and I'm just like, oh hi, dad, where's your son, who should be my age? Like, where's... Where, why is this, like, six-year-old dude, like, talking to me? Where's his 40-year-old son who's kind of in shape? Like, where's he at? You know?
1: Everything. Like, But it, I think it's also, too, like, and you all, maybe you've had the same experience where, like, you've gotten these pictures, and you're like, when that person shows up, you're like, um... <laughs> you know? <don't, laughs> like,
3: I wish I had the guts to do that. like just call people out at the beginning of the date so you Why don't do have
0: called out just feel like
2: uh, I think a nice oh, oh, I didn't recognize you. I think that's
1: <laughs> that a nice was well. of. <laughs> I called I called someone out just like I was in like just like uh, last month I called someone out in Chicago and they came over because we were gonna go out on a date and I was like, um. <laughs>
3: he's making a gesture like he's holding a phone for our listeners. Yes, dear
0: listeners. He's he's
1: like like I showed the phone and it was like, um, no, this is not like what you know
0: Which one of these things is not like the other? Which one of these things just doesn't belong?
1: You know, (laughs) like and don't you think like you have to keep your pictures updated. You don't have to keep them like they don't have to be from like last week, but come on, like they have to be from like If I'm just like putting like if you're if you're you're 40 and you're still sending your pictures from when you're 20.
2: There might be a problem. There might. Exactly. (laughs) I generally think like they should be within the last year unless they're a picture of like showing you doing like a hobby or something. Mm -hmm. You know, like here's my fifth picture to show something cool I did. But like most of your pictures should be within a year.
1: To be like, who, okay, because, you know, we grow or we change and, you know.
2: Well, and it's, like, also, like, I would rather look better in person than my picture looks. Like, you want it to go that way, right? Like, when you meet somebody, you want them to be like, oh, it's even better than I thought. You don't want them to be like, oh. (laughs) I'm mildly disappointed. Right. I'm too nice to say anything.
1: (laughs) I think the point with that with that saying of, like, I want it to, like, I want to look better in person than in my pictures because your pictures, you can always adjust them and these of things, like, I'm sure we've all had it here and, like, this may be TMI, but you know how, like, when, like, someone comes over to your place and you're like, okay, they're going to be cute and then all of a sudden they show up and you're like, damn. <laughs> 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 you're, We're going to wake the favorite because this
2: motherfucker... <laughs>
1: i've never done that lies (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. oh my god like he's oh edible not not to confuse with edibles like marijuana but you know edible
3: like you want to chew on that ass because it's so nice and juicy right (laughs) thank you amy I've been doing a lot of cover letters. I'm repressed from having to do do business writing instead of creative writing. So.
2: Yeah, I, I, I like, Is that the kind of stuff you're putting in your business cover letters?
3: <laughs> well, you know, I have been applying all over the world. I mean,
2: you've got to set yourself apart from the other applicants. That exactly. Would be- exactly.
1: <laughs> I mean, you right. would say said... Like if like your subject line was like I chew on ass or whatever you know.
0: (laughs) Oh, Amanda. Okay, Amanda, our
2: sweet moderator.
0: (laughs) If there's a second commercial break, I
2: could totally use it. Yeah, let's have another break. Let's have another break. Sure. Okay. All right. Well, I think that does us for our episode today. But we will be back next week with. More Nathan and more good times. As always, we would love to hear from you, our dear listeners. You can email us at letswipepod at gmail.com. That's letswipepod without the apostrophe at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Instagram at letswipepodcast. And so we would love to hear from you. If you like our podcast, recommend it to a friend, subscribe, or rate us on whatever podcasting app you listen to us on. Happy holidays and catch you next time.